This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and by my side, as always, is that B-A-double-D-A-double crooked letter, badass Billy Gut. Together we are the New Age Outlaws, and you're listening to the VOC Nation. And if you ain't down with that, he's got two words for you. Suck it. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include... The legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE. Former WCW performer, the Maestro. Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact. Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated. Former WWE and TNA star, Shelly Martinez. And former Philly radio personality, Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt. Streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern. And, of course, In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And, by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOCNation. Hey, this is Total Package, Lex Luger. You're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. 
Stadium Journey, the worldwide leader in stadium reviews for the traveling sports fan, is proud to present the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Join us as we talk with prominent figures from around the sports world to discuss issues pertaining to sports travel and stadiums around the globe. New episodes air on VOC Nation Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Join Paul Baker, Dave Cartney, Mark Viquez, Dan Calachico, and guests from throughout the sports world on the Stadium Journey podcast on VOC Nation. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Steins of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You getting ready to get nasty? Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty Sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Hey, this is Bill DeMott, and if you think you're tough enough, you'll listen to In the Room with Brady Hicks. And if you're not tough enough, <laughs> you'll listen to the Stro and Kathy. But I'm here to tell you, Hugh Morris says so, Bill DeMott says so, and if you have to answer the general election, he says so. <laughs> In the Room with Brady Hicks, you better be listening. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to In the Room, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network, VOCNation.com and VBradyHicks.com. A revamped VOCNation.com, I might add, uh, courtesy of our partnership with Advertised Cast. Uh, everything's looking great as we prepare to uh, launch on this platform this week. Uh, so absolutely, everybody should go check out VOCNation.com, the music comes to us vertice the WCW Retro Library. It's the Halloween Havoc uh, Orchestra Edition. Yes. And uh, I I love it. I love it, Stro. I do. Uh, What's going on, everybody? We're going to have a good time tonight. I I, I can feel it in my bones. It's uh, actually, it's it's kind of, um, it's bittersweet for me. And I'll I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Not to get too serious. I don't like to get too serious here on the show. Uh, Obviously, Kathy. But, uh, let's introduce you first. Kathy Fitz, everybody. What's going on, Kathy? Not much, Brady. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Are, are you feeling okay? I know you've uh, yeah. You've been under Kinda. the weather. Yeah. 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 
Well, that's the beauty of this show. At least we don't have to leave our house to do it, right? So. True, true. <laughs> uh, also, former WCW star entertainer extraordinaire, Stro Maestro. Papa Stro, how you doing? Oh, man. Blessed to be here with you guys. This is like the highlight of the week for me. And uh, <laughs> Brady, it was great to be with you on the uh, the Supernatural podcast last night. <laughs> that was oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, we need to talk about that before the dog men come and get me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> and uh, also joining us on the that line. That sounds interesting. <laughs> you would think, uh-huh. wouldn't you? Uh Maniac Matt Grimm, what's going on, Matt? How you doing? I'm I'm good. I was I was gonna try to come up with some kind of follow up to the dog man, but I got nothing. The I'm dog just, man. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit here and stink. It's uh you know I um when she said the dog men are talking to her, I I threw out my usual. I think I dated her in college line, and uh, it got a couple. Oh, of yeah. Never gets old. Never gets old. Yeah. Nah, Matt, you live it. You you know what it's all about. Uh, Oh God! I lived it. I was I was there with you. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. So that's the number to get in touch with us here tonight. And we are, of course, still live on VOC Nation. I know a lot of the shows are kind of shifting around how they uh, go about doing the show. I, there's been some talk of Zoom, and no Zoom this week. I, I um, actually the Zoom account is being used by another show, and I, I was fine with that because I really didn't know what the hell I was doing with it anyway. Uh, so, you know, I, we will have opportunities, of course, to use it and try different things. Did somebody just shut down a computer? I'm pretty sure I just heard I thought that. I know the voice from the heaven. <laughs> the voice from the heaven. Yeah. Is the music man on? Oh, you know what? I forgot to turn this off. Okay. There we go. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I guess at the end of the theme, it... It's shut down. Um, so anyway, uh, 914-338-1885. Uh, now, on to why I'm bittersweet before we really get into the meat of it. Um, so I don't, to my, I don't know if it's a positive thing or a negative thing, but I basically shut all politics and all news out of my life, certainly out of my social media. Uh, the only things I get on my Facebook, Matt, are uh, wrestling, puppies, uh, football, and, uh, you know, the occasional entertainment-related news. So I had no idea all the stuff that was going around in Philadelphia today. Uh, pretty heavy stuff. Um, I was made aware of it about probably about ten minutes ago now by my girlfriend, who pointed out that there's actually some uh, some demonstrations going on just down the street. So uh, I had no yeah, idea. Yeah, you're going to want yeah, you're gonna to want to be careful out there. I got a I got a text. Um, I do some side work with a university in the city, and okay, I got a text like from from an automated system. Um, yeah, at about three thirty in the morning, saying that there was civil unrest. Um, not not too far from the campus. Um, wow. So that's when I became aware of it. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It's, I'm a little uh, nervous. I I mean. So far, at least in – sorry if I interrupted you there. I'm sorry. No, it's all right. Go ahead. Go ahead. I uh, I, I was going to say, like, I um, – at least as far as I'm aware, uh, most of this is uh, targeted at police and at uh, business, you know. So hopefully I'll be okay. I mean, my car is parked on a public street right now and, and uh, just a couple blocks away. But hopefully, you know, everything will be okay. Hopefully everybody 
stay safe and and um even the people that are you know demonstrating like i i hope everybody stays safe i i don't want anything else to happen as a result of this um other than the changes that really need to take place that i don't know that these demonstrations are really i'm getting political here but anyway anyway uh so 914-338-1885 just if everybody could please say a prayer tonight uh, for everything going on in the city and no doubt what will be happening across the country as it has, you know, every Absolutely. time something like this has happened. So uh, I hate to see it. Mm-hmm. I really do. Um, now, with that said, like tonight should be fun. Uh, I am looking forward to it. Actually, we're going to have Kathy, an old, an old friend of ours. Uh, O-Dog is going to be on the program. Uh, <laughs> awesome. He's a good guy. Uh, my favorite Irishman. No, I'm only kidding. He's uh, he's the promoter of uh, super crazy <laughs> Pro Wrestling, and, and they have a show coming up this Saturday, a, a Halloween matinee show. It is called House of Horrors, and it's at the old New Moon Rising facility. It's the Super Crazy Entertainment Center now, and that's in on Delcy Drive in West Deptford, New Jersey. So uh, if you're interested in this show, uh, it is free admission if you bring a mask, which is funny because you oh, need a mask in order to go in anyway. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I don't know if they're charging you for admission and then giving you a mask if you don't come with one. Um, But I'm assuming it's going to be free for pretty much everybody since you pretty much need a mask to go anywhere. So we'll see. We'll see. But it should be a good time. Uh, So that is uh, this Saturday. I believe it's a 1 p.m. bell time. And we're going to be talking with O-Dog tonight. Super crazy. I think just recently had its uh, three-year anniversary, I believe, which is crazy if you think about it, how – how far they've come, um, mm-hmm. starting up in the Poconos and making their way. All- <laughs> it's, it's cool. It's a, it's a great independent, and I definitely recommend people checking it out. Um, <laughs> the champion is Black Cheese, who we've had on the program before. Uh, Dan Moff came through there, and, and Sean Donovan, a, b- a bunch of bunch of uh, really decent talent. I know Tank Tolan was there for a little bit. Um, so I, I, everybody should check it out. It's a very good time. So we'll be talking with O-Dog tonight on the show. Uh, we also had uh, Helena Cell. I'm used to calling it HIAC because the, the, the other podcast, they had to rename it HIAC because of WWE. <laughs> 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 yeah. uh, but I mean, come on, you know. If I start a podcast called WrestleMania, I can expect a, uh, a legal letter, I would think. So. Uh, <laughs> you would think. I'm just saying. Maybe they thought they'd fly under the radar a little bit. Uh, so 914-338-1885. So, uh, so, yeah, so Helena Cell, uh, we've got a, a couple new champions. Uh, Randy Orton, of course, winning the title. I think it, it surprised a lot of people because it was a relatively clean win. Um, and, you know, if you're investing in Drew McIntyre as a long-term guy, uh, and especially like three weeks before Survivor Series when you kind of had penciled in champion versus champion. So now you're going to do Randy Orton against Roman Reigns? It just it seems a little odd. It just seems a little odd. Like, why would they kind of force that match when there's a very marketable Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns match that they could have had? Maybe they want to save that for WrestleMania. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I mean, but it's certainly I mean, I'm wondering the if the champions are like, going to fight each other. Well, I think they pretty much said that. I could be wrong. 
Are they announced that already? I, I could okay. be wrong. Yeah. See, my thing is this, okay? First of all, they already had Drew McIntyre against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania, and I know Drew wasn't as big as he was, and Roman certainly isn't as good as he was, um, as, as good as he is now, but still, they already had it. And, and, you know, I can remember so many times in the past where you do a Survivor Series match, and then WrestleMania becomes a rematch. Stone Cold and Bret Hart is one that comes to mind. One mm-hmm. of the greatest yep. WrestleMania matches of all time. So, I don't know. It, it just it seems strange to me. But, I mean, who knows? Sometimes I wonder. Sometimes I wonder. what Just what they're thinking anyway. So, um, we, we have uh, Sasha Banks as a new women's champion on SmackDown. Uh, we have The Miz winning the Money in the Bank briefcase in a match that it really didn't make sense for Otis to be taken out of that. Uh, kind of stupid. Um, I thought yeah. Sasha and um, Bailey stole the show. Honestly, what a match! What they a were match. good. They were very good. They were the only match that I liked better than them was the Roman and Jey Uso, which I still oh, can't man. believe that was my favorite match on the it's show. Amazing. The feud was amazing. The, the whole premise yeah, that was, was stupid. Like what are they, not invited to Thanksgiving now? Like what's going on? You're like, let's say he's just out of the family. Is that well? Wait, yeah. he has, if he, as long as he acknowledges him, he he can sit at the table. Is that what they they basically tweaked it the night of the show, right? So I, it's, it's mm. something to that effect. It just makes me wonder. Like, is are they just gonna? Are they going to set up like a kids' table, like at Thanksgiving, and make maybe make Jimmy and Jay sit at like, you know, like a half-sized table and like little kid chairs and yeah, probably. I mean, I I guess it's with the rock. The only door, direction that you I, can I go. Or... <laughs> yeah, and and and, and, and Roman will get the bigger piece of turkey. <laughs> yeah. I hope it's one of those things where they all have to watch Roman eat before they're allowed to eat. And I hope that they film this. Yeah, they have to go last in line through the buffet. Yeah. yeah. And I, I also yeah. hope I also hope that this takes place in the Thunderdome since uh, they'll be wrapping up in the Thunderdome around that time. I heard that WWE put out a call, Matt. I don't know if you heard this. Uh, they want an arena that's new – that's uh, massive, and it has to be new so it can support the Thunderdome, and it has to be massive so it can fit the Thunderdome, but they also want the arena to have no current sports teams playing there. Does this exist? No. <laughs> what are they going to do? <laughs> like, what I guess he did... like... Yeah. That's, that's unbelievable. I, I... I guess you could make an argument that they could set it up at MetLife since the Giants and Jets won't really notice. I don't know. Nobody would notice or care, even if they did. (laughs) Just set it up in the end zone. As long as they don't switch sides, I don't really think it'll be a problem because the Giants ain't going down that end, you know, or the Jets is. I'm just playing, of course. Uh, You know what? it's certainly no more awkward than hearing the NFL commentators try to act like they're somewhat interested in professional wrestling every time they have to add, they have to plug it on a Sunday afternoon. Those you dudes couldn't, couldn't, those dudes couldn't be more transparently yeah. bored if, if, like, if you paid them to be. Uh, 
reading from a teleprompter talking about who they think is going to win in a match between two guys that they oh. never heard of. It, it's uh, it's uh, top yeah. notch. <laughs> uh, just, just cringeworthy. It's almost as bad as when they bring on Michael Cole during the football games to act interested in football before he talks about what's going on on SmackDown. Oh. God, yeah, <laughs> just, just, just stop. I mean, you can you like believe video he used to have like, like the... some? Well, <laughs> no. I was, gonna, I was gonna say, can, can you believe he has like serious, like a, a serious history when it comes to like journalistic chops? I, I, yeah, he's. It's, it's crazy to think that that man was once embedded in like, in, in like the in, in the Bosnia Herzegovina co- conflict. It's insane. <laughs> He is so uh, so far in their bubble. It's a shame. It is a shame. I'm like, uh, what in God's name? Like, you, you were a serious journalist at one point. Yeah. <laughs> now he's not even a serious WWE announcer. No, it just it's. I swear, it's like you can almost see Vince's hand up his ass, working his mouth like a puppet. <laughs> uh. Who's worse, Matt? Michael Cole or Ramblin' Rabbit? Um, <laughs> God, you're putting a living <laughs> human being against it. an inanimate object with somebody who literally has a fist up its ass, working its mouth like a puppet. It doesn't even have a mouth. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know how to make that comparison. Yeah. No, it's it's crazy. It is crazy. It's um. <laughs> Didn't Alexa give the rabbit some arsenic? <laughs> yeah, yeah, poison it with arsenic. Gets killed every week. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking if you want to be a PG is, show, and I don't. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. Are they still PG? I, I thought that they were. Like, if you are, then I don't see how you can do a poisoning storyline angle. The kids are gonna watch. And then beat the rabbit to death. And then beat the rabbit. (laughs) Beat him with a big mallet. Yeah, yeah. So in one segment, you have a a rat being poisoned by a former pseudo-rape victim who now has Stockholm Syndrome and a crazy person who then beats the victim with a a bat until, uh, you know, after the poison fails. So yeah, uh, PG, I guess. All that we can talk about tonight. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Stro, you're right. Uh, Sasha and Bailey was amazing. Uh, Bailey, by the way, this week named the number one uh, women's wrestler with PWI, and I knew as soon as she was named that that she was going to lose the title. That's always the way it works. I, I don't know how they, uh, but, but it always happens. Every single uh, lady had the belt for what? 380, 390 days, something like that. More than a year, which mm-hmm. is basically unheard of in today's WWE. Uh, but she had it and she fought everybody. If you look at it, she fought everybody and she won, you know? Uh, so, I, I mean, kudos to Bailey. I, I thought an incredible run. Uh, there were points, Matt, during the pandemic where like I wanted to like pull my hair out. Well, maybe not, maybe that's a bad example, but I wanted to like, you know, I I wanted to like scratch my eyes out, you know, and Sasha and Bailey were like, 
one of the few highlights I felt like on WWE TV, and they certainly delivered again last night at Hell in a Cell. Uh, yeah, hey, second best match of the night, which is not a yeah. knock on them, but nothing, right. nothing was right. beating that that Roman and Jey Uso Even, thing. And, oh, and in man. the McDonald's uh, playground structure, no less, you know, the the, the big red cage. Yeah, <laughs> can they just go back to having at least like? Can the cage go back to either being black or just being regular, you know, chain link fence? That would be the cool. red thing. Oh, is very man, distracting. When the Usos and the champ, Roman was crying. Oh, my God. Who who couldn't just get emotional? Okay. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, because uh, it, it felt real. It did. It did, and nothing feels real on there. So when something feels real, it really it really gets you. It, it, it does. It, it, it resonates. It does. Yeah. Now, speaking of feeling real, I, I wish instead of the black cage, uh, they would start using the big blue bars for the Hell in a Cell. You know, <laughs> <laughs> the stuff we had when we were little. Like a giant, yeah. old 1980s. Amazing. <laughs> Can you imagine the guys climbing up again. on that thing? <laughs> yeah. From what that I understand, scary. that was yeah, a very punishing for Randy, structure. Uh, it would have been easier for Randy Orton to find the foothold. Right? <laughs> yeah. Listen, I haven't seen Randy try so hard to climb than when the great Cully was standing under him in the Punjabi prison. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) And I was at that show I was about 10 rows back So uh, (laughs) Poor man man. (laughs) Uh, 914-338-1885 There's all that we can talk about tonight Uh, There is And and then there was one little thing that bothered me And you guys are going to think this is stupid Well, You know what, I'll bet you Matt doesn't think it's stupid But I'll bet you most of the listeners Probably didn't think about this And won't um, but, you know, they've been doing that SmackDown turned Raw angle, you know, where The Miz was suing Otis and trying to get the briefcase, and, and they went to court, and obviously it was a, another stupid, stupid vignette segment with, you know, all these former wrestlers and stuff. It was a comedy thing, which I figured it would have to be. Um, but again, just so stupid. Uh, not unlike when Triple H and Shawn Michaels had to go underneath the ring to, uh, to, to visit with the, the midgets. Um, so it, it's, uh, it's, it's never a good time when they resort to that kind of stuff. Uh, but I thought it was strange that, um, just a week after the draft, when the rosters are set firmly in place, that of all the women that they could pick to testify for the SmackDown trial, that they would pick Asuka, the Raw Women's Champion. Uh, Why do yeah. they have a brand split at this point? I don't understand it at all. Like, what is the point? I don't get it. Because they need to <laughs> keep over- all these people. No, you're, you're not overthinking it, but I, I mean, I think the answer is as simple as they have more money than God. And the, their, their way, part of their way of, of stifling competition is to just try to buy up as many wrestlers as possible. That's why they have a brand split. Yeah. That's the only reason they have it. Yeah. Uh, they, yeah. They, they simply yeah. have too many people under contract that they can do things with. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, uh, don't, but don't get me wrong. I mean, the point that you're making is the fact that they stick Oscar in that spot inexplicably. Just, I mean, it tells you that they know they don't have anything for most of these people to do because most of them ultimately it's don't true. matter. It's true. It just seemed odd to me. Like you know, Oscar gets a featured spot on that, uh, but she can't get on the pay per view and can't get on her own show Raw. Seems odd. 
Yeah. It's just, so it's it seems just odd. dumb. And Raw is 15 hours long, so there's really no reason that they couldn't fit her in. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Including introductions, of course. I um, Yeah. So there were a couple other things I just wanted to mention, kind of just, just quick things. Uh, one is the news story broke this week, Matt. Uh, Dave Meltzer actually is speculating, so I don't know if it's his news, but the WWE is keeping NXT out of Survivor Series this year uh, because he's angry at them for not being able to beat AEW in the ratings. <laughs> well, maybe if uh, maybe if NXT was more like the way NXT was two years ago, it would have a better yeah. shot of beating AEW in the ratings, but... I look. Isn't NXT is it Meltzer's sponsoring AEW now? <laughs> I think he is. <laughs> yeah. Hey, either way, NXT is not what it was. Um, and, and the 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 handful no. of guys that are that are holdovers from a better era in its past have been stripped of the things that made them unique and interesting before. Balor isn't the same. Ciampa isn't the same. Um, the newer crop of people coming in is frankly isn't as interesting as what they had before, and the shows feel more like main roster shows now. There, there's goofy, stupid plot lines that didn't exist in NXT a yeah. year and a half ago when it was still on the network. And are like, okay, so you've created a third brand now, but stupid. so what? The people who still the, the people who still want an alternative to WWE programming aren't going to watch WWE programming regardless of how many nights you stick it on television. We used to Doesn't say... Matter what night, yeah. yeah, no, we, we used to say that, um, that NXT was like WWE's answer to all those non-fans. You know, they were right. going after the, the indie crowd, you know? Uh, they yep. ain't going after the indie crowd. And, yeah, just take a, one look at how they used to treat Tyler Breeze and how they treat him now. And that'll tell you everything you need to know about the way that they see NXT. Yep. It's a shame. It is a shame. Uh, the other thing that I thought was kind of stupid and funny and just uh, just kind of it just it just gets under my crawl, as they say. I um I, I didn't like that uh, when they went off the air, a video has surfaced of Drew McIntyre stabbing Randy Orton in the eye with a pen. Um. Okay. First of all, that's kind of graphic. Why would they even do that? Second of all, why is your top baby face doing that to the top heel? Third of all, why are you doing it just about six or seven weeks removed from Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins almost and uh, Aleister Black having their eyes poked out? Does somebody have like a fetish? Like one of the writers, is it? Is this something that like, they enjoy seeing like do they watch snuff films for fun like what is this like, it I, was uh I, I, they were watching casino the the part where joe pesci grabs robert de niro's pen and stabs that that, that <laughs> dude who's being a jerk at the bar yeah Vince must you, have been watching that like, that's what great Why? work it in <laughs> great stuff what'd you say I, to my um, friend Stab, stab, stab. <laughs> it's just like I don't know. I've been a wrestling fan for thirty to thirty-five years now, and up until March, I didn't know that I needed a good blinding angle. Can you imagine The Rock or Steve Austin ever choosing to stab somebody in the eye with a pen? No. 
I can't. Or or like Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels or Hulk Hogan. It's that's ludicrous. Well, they wouldn't have trusted each. They wouldn't have trusted each other. <laughs> no, no. Bret would have thought that Shawn was really going to stab him in the eye. Randy Savage would have thought that Hogan was really going to stab him in the eye. Christ, he asked Jake the Snake to get the snake to bite him first to make sure it wasn't poisonous. <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. It is. Uh, even the ECW oh, angle that they did with Sandman where he got blinded, like, I don't know. Yeah. It was different. It wasn't – it didn't look like a snuff film to me. It just looked like – you know, I don't know. Well, now, like, so what's <laughs> happened to Randy? Like, is he going to have to forfeit the title because he's like he's he's got one eye right now? Like, what's what's the deal with this? I guess he's going to have an eye patch for the next ten months. I don't know, or because it didn't God. happen on live television, uh, it didn't dude. happen. I hope they give him an eye patch that's like the equivalent of Delo's chest protector, and then he can just headbutt people with the eye patch on, oh, like geez. a steel eye patch, and just just wear it for like the next two years, like well after his eye is actually healed. I'm hoping he gets a pen prosthetic, like what Jake the Snake when he had like the bad eye from getting the arrogance sprayed in his face. I want a pen uh, hanging out of his eye while doing yes. a title defense. How amazing would that be? That, I'm just that kidding, of course. Priceless. Uh, listen, I don't want to keep them waiting, but I do want to talk about this more. Uh, so we're going to open the phone lines up to you guys at 914-338-1885. Uh, but before we take your calls, I want to welcome somebody very special. He's been such a good guy and so great to me over the years. Uh, he's, a, he's a wrestler. He's a promoter. If you guys have ever heard of Super Crazy Pro Wrestling, if you haven't, you need to check it out. And uh, this Saturday, Halloween afternoon, House of Horrors at the former uh, New Moon facility, Super Crazy Entertainment Center. I've got on the line right now the one and only O-Dog. What's going on, my man? How you doing tonight? You there? O-Dog. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Maybe he doesn't like pen prosthetics, Kathy. That's like a whole department at Pen Medicine. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that was a bad joke. I know. <laughs> yes, it was. We'll try him again and see. We'll try him again. Let's see if this works. Five, seven, three, eight, two, eight, ah, six, okay, nine. Ah, okay, okay, okay. At the tone, uh, please record your message. <laughs> when you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Hey, O-Dog, it's Brady. We're just calling you for the interview, man. If you could uh, give us a call back, uh, 914-338-1885. Otherwise, I'll just try you again in a couple minutes. Hope you're good, dude. Bye-bye. Maybe he just didn't like my pen joke, Kathy. That's possible. Uh It is possible. It is possible. (laughs) So anyway, um, yeah, so that, that's what I'm thinking with that. Like, you know, it's just, it's so silly. Like, I could go my whole life, Matt, without a good stabbing in the eye, and, like, I'm okay. You know, I, who would have thought I'd get three of them in, in six months? Yeah, it's not an angle that I would <laughs> normally go for is, is the eye. That's, 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's such a difficult thing to portray somebody as having fully or normally recovered from. Yeah. Like, Rey Mysterio now walks around with, like, half a Spider-Man mask now. Like, he just has, like, the plate covering one of his eyes. And, and he looks so stupid. Like, it, it looks a little ridiculous. And honestly, it, that's one of those things that reaches a point where, like, look, everybody knows wrestling is a work. But at the same time, like, when I watch Avengers, I know that's fake, too. But I want to turn my brain off and buy into the reality that they're selling for a short period of time. And it's really hard for me to buy into that in a wrestling setting when you're committing acts against each other that, realistically, you would call the cops. Like, people should be in jail right now for yeah. stabbing somebody yeah. in the eye. Like, that well, is... That, yeah. I, like, you shouldn't still be wrestling on TV the next week. You should be awaiting your court date in jail. And I just, I, I don't know. It's one of those things where it crosses the line where I just don't buy it. Well, it's like, you know, somebody blew up Vince's limo, and because Benoit died, we just got to forget about it. That is the absolute... That is the absolute... That's a right. Mustafa Ali. Probably. He did the GTV thing, I think. Yeah, he was GTV, too. And the Mm -hmm. raw general manager. Mm. (laughs) That was Hornswoggle. (laughs) No, I still think think that's a work. Could have been a work. Could have been a work. It, I it think that's there to throw us off, throw us off the trail. It doesn't smack of being <laughs> real, that's for sure. Nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. Maybe they'll start smack. a group, like maybe like a maybe like a cross band brand group. We could call them like uh, like uh, Pearl Vision or something, and they could uh, <laughs> Pearl Vision. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Oh, I'm thinking out loud here. Um, well, let's try uh, this again. Let's try this again. Uh, believe, I believe our guest is on the line, and I'm really excited to talk to him. I was actually just in the middle of sending you a text, brother. How you doing? Hi, it's Denise. It's the female partner of the brother you were talking to. Hi, Denise. How you doing? Hi. Good. How are you? <laughs> good, good, good. We're, uh, so, so for those who don't know, this is, uh, I, I guess, formerly Sienna Duval, correct? Uh, we, we had yes. you on the show yes, before, and... A very important part of Super Crazy Pro Wrestling. You've got to be excited for uh, for this Saturday, Halloween. I am very excited. We are very excited. We've made the move to New Jersey, so we're ready for some new fans, new adventures, the same Super Crazy talent. Um, we have a jam-packed show, a lot of surprises, and uh, we're just looking forward to coming over here and kicking some ass. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, so you guys, uh, for those who don't know, for those who didn't realize, uh, you guys took over the old New Moon Rising building, which is uh, really special for a lot of fans in the area. What's it like to be back in that building? Uh, the nostalgia is great. Um, of course, we still have the wolf's cock on the wall. Um, you know, <laughs> hang on to that, that old, <laughs> to the old regime, but new, new game now. And um, yeah. we, we feel really good about it. We transformed it, and it's now the Super Crazy Entertainment Center. And um, we're, we're ready to show you guys what we got going on in there. We got a lot of stuff going on in I there. Love it's a it. beautiful facility. And um, we're really excited. We have our training classes, and, um, you know, we have some great students coming up. And we're just really excited to give New Jersey a new feel of wrestling. 
Now, uh, for those who aren't familiar, I mean, for anybody who's been to a super crazy show, those things are like parties sometimes. But for those who aren't familiar, what kind of stuff can you expect from a super crazy show? We have a little bit of everything. We have good catches, catch can wrestling. We have blood sports. And then we just have good tag team wrestling. All in all, it's a good family show. Everybody that comes, is something for everyone. And everyone that comes always leaves surprised and, and wanting more. And that's what we want. We want to keep it a good party, but great wrestling. We want that to be the land of opportunity for our our wrestlers and for our fans. So coming to Super I, Crazy Show, just know that you're going to have something that you'll never see before every time. That is cool. That is cool. Uh, now, I um, I can remember uh, when you guys were act- – I mean, not that you guys don't wrestle, but, you know, when you were actively wrestling every weekend – a big part of it was, like, getting out there and having fun, you know? How important is it yeah. to have fun, uh, no matter which side of the curtain you're on? It's very important. Um, our sport has seen so many changes, especially in this year. And with everything going on in the world, we want to make sure that we allow this sport to come into people's lives in a very positive manner. We want people to be able to come out and enjoy themselves, take a load off for two to three hours, and just be entertained. And we want for the wrestlers to be able to entertain as well. Um, for a lot of pro wrestlers, this is their lives. This is their livelihood, and this is what they do every day to keep the smile on their face. So we want to have a lighthearted locker room, a very fun show, and know that we support them and we support our fans as well. And through the way that we run our shows, and our, which is a party, that's how I think we get that message across. <laughs> so it's, it's very important to have yeah. fun. Now, I saw that you guys Always are offering free admission. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. With a mask. Uh, I saw you guys are, with, with the mask, you get free admission if you bring a mask. Uh, so, I mean, clearly you guys are, are worried about safety as well. I, I think it's a tremendous thing uh, to, uh, you know, as we kind of get back into this whole wrestling thing after so many months off. Yes, um, so many months off from wrestling, from work, from just living life. So while we want to have fun, we definitely want to be responsible. So we will be checking temperatures at the door, and we will require a mask. And if you don't have a mask, we have super crazy masks on sale. So um, we want you to have fun, but safe fun. And you can smile now, underneath I, the mask. I, we promise we know you're smiling <laughs> underneath the mask. <laughs> well, absolutely. I, I would assume that they would. And you guys have had um, just absolutely tremendous crowds with the fans really engaged with everything and that the fan participation has just been incredible. Uh, are you guys thinking yeah. that some of the fans will follow you guys from Holmesburg and even South Philly down to Deptford? I think they will. And I think that we've grown to get new fans before we even open the doors. So we're, we're hoping that yeah. those old fans come in and usher in the new fans and we can all have a good old time together. I think Safe. I think I, I – sorry. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. Safe fun. I, I, no, I, 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 think I, I think I read recently that you guys – you just had maybe your three-year anniversary. It, it, it's hard to believe that it's, yes. that it's gone by that fast. I mean, ha, does it feel like that for you guys? Does it feel like you've been doing this for a while? It feels like our dreams came true. You know, it has been three years, and it's been a journey, and we have not taken it for granted. So we feel every day, because every day is a new day for us. We always try to strive to make it another milestone every single day. 
So opening up on Saturday is definitely going to be um, the highlight of this journey of Super Crazy because it's a journey of Old Dog's career and Sienna's career and then the company Super Crazy all put into one. So it's been a lifetime of milestones that has all culminated to this company. So, yeah, it, it, it doesn't feel like it's a long time, but it feels like a good time. And it's so many surprises coming up that we don't, we don't even know. So we're really excited about it. <laughs> that is cool. You, you mentioned journey. I was actually going to say that uh, both you and O-Dog have had such long journeys to this point. Uh, at this point for you, like, what do you like better? Do you like getting in the ring and mixing it up, or do you like kind of running the show like you're doing? I'd rather be behind the scenes, to be honest. Um, I like to see people okay. perform, and I like to see the, the crowd smile. That, to me, means more than me performing. Um, I've had a great career, but I'd rather watch it now. I'd rather watch people just have a good time um, and help where I can. And that's most rewarding, knowing that I can be able to bring a product to someone and they appreciate it and they love it. Knowing that, you know, Dog put in 25-plus years in his business and all his knowledge and his hard work is also in that ring as well and in that building. So it, it, it's more rewarding to watch him watch it, too, for me. Cool. That is cool. Uh, so um, I just lost my train of thought because that was an amazing answer, Denise. I, I got to say, mm-hmm. uh, you talked about performances. Um, any performances in particular that we might want to look out for on Saturday? Any matches that uh, you think really mm. that the fans might really get behind? Well, we do have our tag team championships on the line. Um, Colossal Michael. Yes, Lassery I saw that. Are going against Tahir James and David Reed. To me, that's something you definitely want to watch out for. Black Jeez has something up his sleeve. Not sure what he's doing. <laughs> um, but Jeez uh, always has something going on, and he just charges his money. He's always money all the time, and he's always TV ready. So he's definitely going to be super crazy ready. So I would watch Black Jeez, and I would definitely watch the Tag Team Championship. Yeah. And that, well, first of all, the Tag Team Championship should be interesting because I know that Joey and um, Mike have a long time been friends. They, they, they've been enemies and they've been friends. They, they sometimes yeah, they hate each other. In fact, they're in fact they're fighting the week after. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean they're fighting because Joey is enjoying himself in Puerto Rico and yeah, Mike's a little upset about that. He's supposed to step away. <laughs> so I'm hoping that they can put that all aside and enjoy each other and possibly win a tag team championship. But I think hey, I hey, hear and David definitely want to have something to say about that. Oh, I would I would say so definitely. The other thing is you mentioned Black G's, and what a great choice for a champion for Super Crazy Pro Wrestling. I mean, obviously yeah. he won the the title in the ring and everything, but I just couldn't think of a better a better frontman for the whole company, and he's been basically the champion the entire time. What's it been like yes, dealing with him? He's a world traveled superior athlete, and I think one an athlete that has been overlooked, but we know his worth. And we want to make sure that we display that. And that's why he's been a two-time Super Crazy Champion. He's been able to defend that championship, and he's willing to defend his championship. 
So having him be the front man gives us legitimacy because we know when Black Jesus entered the building, the whole building shuts down. And and it doesn't matter where he's at, what show he's on, if Jesus is on the show, you're going to the show. And we know that. So, and again, he's got 25-plus years in the business, as crazy as it sounds. He's been in that long. So, you know, he has a lineage behind him. He has a legacy behind him, and we're behind him as well. I love it. So uh, this Saturday, I believe it's a 1 p.m. bell time. Doors open at 12. It's yeah. Super Crazy Pro Wrestling presents House of Horrors at the Super Crazy Entertainment Center down there, 1030 Delcy Drive, 4W, Deptford, New Jersey. Uh, Sienna, thank you so much for the time tonight, and I can't wait to see – all the excited fans there in their masks and their Halloween costumes. I think it's going to be an incredible yeah. time. Uh, but you guys do a, a top-notch job, and I really couldn't be happier than uh, getting that. the thank opportunity you. to check it out. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, thank, thank you so you much so for much. the time I tonight. I hope to see everybody. No, thank you, thank you for this, this last-minute talk. This is awesome. Hopefully you can hear the smile through my voice. And I hope <laughs> to see you guys down there. And please dress up. It's going to be awesome. My niece is coming, and she's going to be a taco. <laughs> She's nice. A, ta- a human okay. sized taco. So that's oh, gonna be Hope nice. I don't eat her. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. It was great. Great to talk to you, Denise. It was. A, great to talk to you in a long too. time. Thank you. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a while. I'll, I'll catch up with you on Saturday. Uh, yes, yes, sir. <laughs> Thank care. you, guys. Take bye bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you. And that was the incomparable uh, Sienna Duval, uh, Denise, as she's known with Super Crazy Pro Wrestling. Uh, just an incredible talent. I, I'm surprised, Kathy. Kathy actually had to bail, uh, but I know that she goes way back with her as well. Uh, Stro, I can remember uh, seeing her wrestle as a as a younger girl. She we kind of she was a couple years ahead of me, even though I'm older, and um, we kind of were doing a lot of the same independence in the area, you know, like Diamond Championship Wrestling, which was um, well, that was this local promoter, Doc Diamond, and I think King Kong Bundy owned part of it, you know. And, like, I can remember mm-hmm. the first time I saw her there. Just, like, such an incredible, like, look and so talented. And just for a local performer, you know, somebody who never really kind of left the Philadelphia, New Jersey area, um, her and, and obviously O-Dog on a bigger scale um, have just done so much in their careers. And it's just amazing to see. And uh, Super Crazy Pro Wrestling Stroh is an amazing, amazing show. Uh, definitely Worth checking out if you guys are in Deptford on Saturday. Um, So, yeah. No, it's really cool. And I appreciate the time from them tonight. So what I want to do right now is we're going to take a commercial break. And on the other side, uh, we will open up the phone lines right now. uh, We only have a a handful of callers on the line. So right now it's wide open if you guys want to call in 914-338-1885. We'll have some fun. Maybe we'll be joined by some more people. And uh, we'll, we'll take this party on the road, as they say, Stro. Uh, 914-338-1885. It's yeah. in the room on the VOC Nation radio network. Excuse me. Be right back. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Frisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Works. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Works, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Dangerous Danny Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Brady Hicks and... Homeboy Rap Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever's going on in the world today. VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Matt Hardy, and you are listening to the VOC Nation. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. 
Since 2012, HIAC Talk Radio has been bringing you the best of independent wrestling and wrestling on the worldwide scale with interviews and other segments now featuring the Wrestling Historian with Craig Legon every Thursday night at 6 p.m. at VOCNation.com or go to your Android or iPhone and type in VOC Nation Radio Network and subscribe to the greatest wrestling podcast network in the world. Listen to HIAC Wrestling Podcast today. VOC Nation provides live daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with the hosts and guests by phone call, email, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts include the legendary Ken Resnick, you probably remember from the AWA and WWE, former WCW performer The Maestro, Wes Briscoe, who you probably remember from Impact, Brady Hicks, who you remember from Pro Wrestling Illustrated, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, and former Philly radio personality Bruce Wirt. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling With History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirt, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern, and of course In The Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. And by the way, both of these shows take callers live during the show. What are you waiting for? Go listen live right now at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all of our podcasts by searching for VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Oh, and follow them on Twitter, too, at VOC Nation. Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. The morning after, right here on the VOC Nation Radio Network, Brady Hicks and... Homeboy Rap Boy here. I tell you what, we got a good show right here in the afternoon at 12 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time on the VOC Nation. Talking wrestling, football, news, whatever. Dominique, <laughs> <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. Uh, welcome back in the room right here on the VOC Nation radio network at VOCNation.com. Uh, the currently being revised VOCNation.com, courtesy of our new partners, Advertise Cast. Uh, it's going to be such a great opportunity uh, to share the platform with Westwood One and, and Radio.com and all those other great channels. Put VOC Nation right up there with them. I couldn't be more excited. Uh, so welcome back, everybody, to the program. Uh, thank you to Denise, a.k.a. Sonny Duvall, for uh, talking, coming on and talking about Super Crazy Pro Wrestling with us a little bit ago. Uh, Stro, before we jump back into the meat of it, and, and we also have Ray waiting in the wings, but before we jump into the meat of it, what, uh, what do you got going on? Well, this uh, Thursday night at 19 Eastern Standard Time on VOCNation.com will be another edition of WCW Retro, and we're doing, I'm doing a special interview with Lucha Libre star and ring veteran La Flecha Fugaz. So I'm looking forward to uh, interviewing La Flecha. And for those of you that want to send questions in, as always, send them to WCWRetro at Yahoo.com, and I'll shoot as many questions your, your questions as I can to him Thursday. And Friday night... The sci-fi horror show I got, The Stroh Zone, on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Joe the Maestro, at midnight, Eastern Standard Time. We'll be celebrating Halloween, of course, Papaween, and the feature will be The Lost Boys. 
so please tune in. Very cool. Uh, you were also telling me off the air that uh, you, you got the shout-outs this week from Sonny Ono and uh, Stevie Ray. And not the wild thing, but the Harlem Heat guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, tonight, actually, on Twitch, <laughs> they gave me a shout-out. I was hanging out in the That's chat, cool. and they uh, spotted me and yeah, gave me a shout-out. That was really cool. <laughs> I heard you play basketball after all. They had no idea. Yeah, um, Sonny Ono was talking about the time that he... I uh, saw so Barbarian and I playing basketball at, uh, during one of the tapings we had down in Orlando. He thought it was really cool. It's an amazing story. For those who missed it, uh, check out the uh, the Haku interview. We we talked about it at length there. So <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Absolutely Amen. amazing stuff. Uh, also joining us on the line, the one and only Ray Bogus. What is up, Hello, Ray? Man. How are you doing tonight? What's up? Um, better than your city. What, what? So, um... Oh, yeah, you're telling me I just found city. out. Yeah. Three three blocks away. Yeah, your car is not going to exist. Um, oh, I hope I just, I, I, really just, hope I was does. just watching some of the footage. Brady, your car is not... We're going to take up a collection for it. So, um... I hope not. It's... It's good that I don't come on the first hour because that gives me time to act as the show's crack production staff. And um, (laughs) I have some options for WWE. If they are willing to be a little bit flexible, I have some options for stadiums that are relatively new that have no major tenants. So we're going to go through their options. All right. Now, one of the problems that they're going to face is that you don't, you don't really get a stadium unless you have a team to put it in anymore. Like the, the, the Pontiac Silverdome is not being built anymore. Like the Georgia Dome is not coming through that door. Right. Yeah, the, so uh, I did find some. Now I'm okay. Now these stadiums that were built in like the 20s and the 60s, we're just going to eliminate those. Uh, we're also yeah. going to eliminate. We're also going to eliminate any stadiums under 20,000 well, seating capacity. Yeah, exactly. So, so here's your options. Okay. Oh, oh, and I forgot to mention they also want it to be feasible to fly the talent in and out of there every week. Okay, so um, <laughs> uh, number one, at exactly twenty thousand seats, built in two thousand six, Seat Geek Stadium in Bridgeview, Illinois. We fly right in and out of O'Hare. <laughs> okay. 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 You're now, doing now than we're going to. My thoughts went right to okay. Sochi in Russia. Uh, <laughs> okay. Number – well, I, I limited this to U.S. stadiums. Well, that's smart. So, yeah, that's what they want. Yeah. So, that's cool. Um, now, if you if – you, we're going to go up in seating capacity a little bit, but we've got to go back in year a little bit. You do have to go back to 1994 for this, but uh. – at 49,115 Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. Wow. Now, okay. Uh, now, mm. 
we're going to go we're going to go up in feeding capacity a little bit more. Now, this is by far the largest feeding capacity they will have available. Mm. At 66,965 seats, the dome at America's Center in beautiful St. Louis, Missouri. Now, but I don't think that's, that's true. I don't think that's their I don't think that's their best option though. No, I, I'm going to no. say here's here's your best option. Um, coming in at twenty three thousand seats, unfortunately built in nineteen. Unfortunately yeah. built in nineteen eighty three. Uh, that's a little. But, but you know, I well, you know, it's this is one of those things where you know I, I'm not I'm not sure what you're looking for. Um, well, they got to be. It's got to be able to support this Thunderdome thing. I I, I don't know that a. That old of a stadium can do that, can it? I guess it. I don't know. I, I'm going I guess to go it's with just it electricity. Okay. I'm going to go with a can. How about, and this one has a small enough airport that you actually could just use, because I'm sure WWE has jets available. Um, mm. you, could just, you could just fly your own jets in and out. How about the Tacoma Dome in Tacoma, Washington? Hmm. Yeah. What yeah, was that's, that? That's for? a thing was they could do. The, was that? Was that for the Supersonics? Let me see. No. Well, let me see. Tacoma Dome. Like Arlington is like football. I get that. Um. I don't know. Some minor sports teams. Okay. So there were some minor sports teams. Um, Spring Stampede was there in 1999. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, apparently, news to me. Okay. And in fact, WWE was just there last year for stomping grounds. Wow. Okay. Well, there you go. So I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with that's probably your option, right? Probably. I mean, the only thing I don't know is um, with most of the talent being based in Orlando, if they want to fly them across the country like that. Well, then that – see, now that, that sort of brings us back to either Globe Life or St. Yeah. Louis. Hmm. Yeah. Well, the good news is it's not our problem to figure out. That That is good news. <laughs> That is good news, because uh, you know, the thing is, we came with solutions to this problem. We did. We, we did. did. Well, you did. We did. We you did. did. I mostly just made jokes. Well, you're the talent on this show. You know, Stro and I, we're just, <laughs> you know, we're just the grunts. We're just the grunts doing your bidding. You know, the lemmings, if you will. Yeah, we're the we're the lemmings. <laughs> no, no, that's that's right. <laughs> Guys, why did Hell in a Cell I so I read this. Why did Hell in a Cell not have enough time to fill the pay per view? Like why did they not have enough wrestling to fill the pay per view? Isn't that like your singular well, what do you job? Mean, what do you mean to fill it? Like what, I, was it under I on read, time? I well I read that the reason they had all those matches go so long was that 
they realized they did not have enough material to fill the time. Hmm. Well, you know if what? They probably true, only well, announced six that? matches, right? I mean, they probably only announced six matches, right? So, yes. Yeah, that's not a lot for a pay-per-view. Usually they do nine or ten. That's what I thought. Yeah. And they anyway, they realized they didn't have enough. How do you do that? Like, that's... I don't know. That's your only job. I don't know. When you have a talent roster that's larger than any other talent roster in the history of talent rosters, it, it, it is a little surprising. Like, yeah, how do you not... How do you not do that? Like, even... Even if, like, worst-case scenario, you're kind of – you're sitting there with, like, with some guys from the kennel, and you're kind of saying, well, you know, just be, be on standby. Like, Forget the kennel. How do you – Like, forget like, forget the kennel, okay? Uh, this show did not have AJ Styles. Uh, this, shit, this show did not have Andrade. It didn't have Garza. It didn't have uh, Big E. It didn't have Seth Rollins. It didn't have Bray Wyatt. There's, there's a lot of huge names that weren't part of the show. I guess AJ Styles was on it. I apologize. Uh, but uh, but there's a lot of names that weren't part of it. Yeah, I don't... A whole bunch. Like you you, you could have done Seth Rollins and, and Dominic for the 800th time. Well, you, you you didn't have to do something. You're, I mean, you're right. You could have done that. Um, you didn't have to do something for the 800th time. Like, and I suppose that's where, like, my my you have a number of people who have nothing better to do. Who? No, I mean they make more than us, but compared to the top guys on the roster, make comparatively little. You know, I just how do you have no, how do you not have enough material for a three hour show? When you could give I mean you could give every person on your roster five minutes and you would still have to find ways to cut down on time. Okay. Yeah. Who knows, man? I I don't know. I don't know. But maybe well, at least when Randy we open Orton's it up to the callers, title. maybe when we open up to the callers, they'll have answers to all these things that we can't answer. Don't you think? I think that. So here's yeah, the thing. I the think that. Yo, know, we should listen <laughs> to the bookers. Um, yeah. That's what we should start calling our callers. We should start calling them the bookers. Yeah. Um, fantasy bookers. Yeah, they they don't book wrestling matches. They book, you know, car repairs and, um, you know, oh, wait. oh, booger. I thought you said boogers. I thought you wanted to call our fans the boogers. No, I don't want to call them the boogers. I want to call them the bookers. Oh, um, okay. Well, that doesn't. Make I think as- that what we should do. I'm going to say our three best options are St. Louis, Arlington, and Tacoma. Let's ask the callers which of those three they would go with. Now, should I should I complicate things by throwing more things out there that I found intriguing this week? Yes. 
Okay. Because uh, to me, I'm all about giving people topics and hoping that some of them will, as a baby, would do latch on and uh, and actually. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not just suck, you know. Uh, so, yeah. So. <laughs> so apparently, Drew McIntyre stabbed Randy Orton in the eye after Raw went off the air with a pen. Uh, which means to me that somebody on Raw's team has a uh, some sort of a, a snuff film fetish is the best I can figure. Um, and we talked about this during the, the the opening part of the show, and I I find it absolutely intriguing that that's the trope that they keep going back to is the whole old babyface stab somebody in the eye trope. It's weird. It's it different. is. It doesn't. It doesn't make any sense for anything. No. Well, I bet you one of our listeners will think it makes sense. I'll bet you. Um. <laughs> what was the? Oh, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is keeping NXT off of Survivor Series allegedly. Because he's super, super mad at them that they can't beat AEW in the ratings. <laughs> and that's – let me tell you something. That is a great way that, – that's a great way to, to uh, really support your struggling brand is to make sure that they are not visible on your highly visible <laughs> events. That's, exactly. that's a really great way to do that. Especially when you phased out most of the takeovers in association with the major pay-per-views, so these guys don't get that now. Well, they don't need that, bud. They just need to get called up to Raw and then immediately job to everyone. Uh, it's, the, it's the Michael McGillicuddy path to success. Uh-huh. Let's go to let's go to um, Skype. I, I'm thinking this is uh, Harry Barnett. I could be wrong. What's going on? Well, What's they, going they say the thinking's dangerous, Hicks. They say they say uh, thinking's dangerous, but for this <laughs> for this occasion, you're uh, you're actually right. Well done. Hello, Harry. Harry. How are you doing? How's everyone doing? How's Hogwarts? Shut up, Hicks. <laughs> Hi Harry, what brings what, you on to the show today? What, what's going on? Well Ray, uh, I hadn't come and joined you guys in a while So I figured I'd stop by and say hello to everyone but Brady No, I'm kidding No, you know, I hadn't seen you guys in a while So I figured I'd stop by <laughs> Okay, but why would you do Even that to yourself? You know, I ask myself that, that question every time as well, but I have these wonderful uh, wonderful pills in front of me that help me sleep at night, so uh, I'll definitely be able to get plenty of sleep after this. So, If you took twice as many, you could probably sleep a whole lot. Oh, I shouldn't have said that. I'm already I on, I'm already that on like, nice. uh, triple dose fix, so I'm already on a triple dose. How's your brain? Is it is it feeling better? Right now, yeah, actually, it's pretty good. Um, you know, not like, uh, what was it, two months ago now when I had that scare? Yeah. But no, no, I'm, I'm yeah. actually pretty good right now. 
Mm-hmm. He's actually got, he's like Stone Cold. He's got the, the broken skull sessions he used to have. Harry, if uh, you that, want that to reach one, through I'll and punch him. him, that's that's fine. You can do that. I know your country has all kinds. Your, I know your country has all kinds of just ridiculous laws and ridiculous slogans like "Bin that knife," which is just the most hilarious campaign I have ever seen for anything. But um, over here, if you want to strangle him for doing that, it's pretty much we actually we'll give you a presidential medal of freedom for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! Trust me, I know. When I first met Brady, I uh, I threw hands a couple of times, and when I last saw Brady, he slapped me and ran. <laughs> well, now, to be fair, um, that is a common thing to do in America. Maybe that's maybe it's not in Europe. Uh, that's actually that's a way of greeting people. Uh, we come up and we we slap you somewhere, and then we run away. <laughs> uh. It's, it's, a, it's ah. a great greeting. It's a great greeting. A lot of people deserve it. If it wasn't me, I would have probably clapped for Hicks. But... So what else you got going <laughs> well, on, Harry? Anything interesting? Or... I mean, uh, I've got a hell of a lot of great, a hell of a lot of great prints here, Hicks. I've been uh, running the uh, oh, 3D, 3D printer. printing. Yeah. yeah have you printed the life-size Alexa Bliss yet? Uh, no, you haven't actually sent that check that uh, would mean that you'd uh, get that life-size Alexa Bliss. <laughs> well, it's, it's something we can work out. Yeah, I think we should. I think we should. Um. <laughs> I'll still, I'll still make I you. I remember we did, uh, we did discuss a while back where I said I'd make you a little Brady action figure at some point. You said you'd put it over on the show. I'll make that mm-hmm. at some point. I still have I still have that on the list, but I'll make it don't bring it. Alexa as well. But you're gonna have to pay for it. Okay. Then you don't bring it. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. This is fun, Harry. This is... Uh, now I know how much I missed you. Well, it, it, isn't it nice that we're not making fun of each other for, for once every ten seconds? Not threatening to uh, yeah, violently beat you. This you're not great. pressing buttons. I, I wish they'd ban international calls as well as flights. <laughs> I'm kidding. Now I remember why I don't I'm just like kidding. you. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't make these calls every now and again if you weren't. If and if you were, well, I would reach through the phone and slap you. I'm not too medicated <laughs> to do that. Uh, How's the puppy? I saw you got I'm a new puppy. I'm too medicated to care, but I'm not too medicated to do that. You got a puppy now. Say that again. Oh, you yeah, got a puppy yeah, yeah. now, got, right? Got another, I saw uh, you have a you have a yeah, big another. dog and a little dog. He's got a big Roman and, and a, a J. Dog, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was very funny. You you've clearly been practicing. I'm I'm very proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> so uh, the dog is cute. But no, no. I I appreciate that. I, I do like your little doggy as well. Um, Thank you. I, I see the pictures every now and again. I, I think I'm glad that uh, uh, remind me of your other half's name. I'm glad she has a man about the house, meaning the dog, not the, you. Uh, well, the dog is female, but uh, yeah, and she hates me, which you oh. would like. <laughs> uh, well, I, I probably should have looked up before I made that terrible joke. 
Well, it's okay. I mean, female, male, it doesn't really matter because she's spayed, which means she'll never have any children either, just like you. Well, uh, that's not too fussy with me. I'm I'm more of a, a dog guy than a, a people guy anyway. So. I, I shouldn't have joked about that. I, I, yeah, I got you. This has been Thanks. fun. You know, we you know we both have we both have a line. We both know each other's line, even if we've strayed across different lines before in the past. We both know each other's line, so we we never go over that line. No, like the time that you asked me to uh, to to announce that you were dead on April Fool's Day, and then no, and no, then no, 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 you. <laughs> No, no, it was your Don't idea. try and put that on me. It was his Don't idea. Don't try and put that on me. He, uh, he wrote me and said <laughs> that I should announce that he died, and then Captain Dave got mad at me. Stro, would a, a good Christian man such as myself that would never tell a lie, <laughs> would I like uh, you? Okay. I may lie to Brady, yeah. I may lie to Brady, but would I like you? Okay. <laughs> wrestling anymore I mean, but I gotta ask you what do you think about Jim Cornette and all the stuff that he says online do you keep up with Jim Cornette uh, Jim blocked me when uh, I, I mentioned something about Vince Russo <laughs> a while back um, <laughs> okay okay yeah, oh, that's um, a shame. I, I keep up with that's things a shame. I keep up with things so when, when they pop up on the news sites because you know I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll look at a wrestling news site here and there to keep up with things but uh, I mean, on one hand, yeah, he's a little bit out of control. On the other hand, it's sort of like it, it's Jim Cornette. You'd think you'd expect this by now. Yeah, it, it's like an, an, the old man in the park, sort of shouting at anything that goes by. You know, who cares? I, let let I, him do his thing. He's he's not going to stop either way. I thought it was so funny because like Jim Cornette started podcasting on the same network where you and I did. It was Tommy Fierro's old Who Slamming Who network. And um, Tommy's show with Jim wasn't that good, you know. And, and I and I gotta wonder now, like, how important is like the right co-host of it, or did Jim just like find the right like niche? Like, does he know that like he's just got to come after people, and and that makes it entertaining? I don't know, but his podcasts with Tommy were horrible sometimes, just so boring. <laughs> well, I mean. I, I can't speak for, for Jim, but, I mean, from the standpoint of uh, needing the right co-host, I, I definitely know what you mean, because uh, yeah. th- let's just say some shows that I've hosted are terrible after I was no longer hosting them, so... Eh. <laughs> you know, your old partner, he tagged me in something about giving away shirts and soup in Africa or something. I, I, I didn't read the whole thing. <laughs> Yeah, it's probably a scam. That's all I'm saying. Um, I, I heard the Attorney General of, of Kentucky was investigating him, so I, I had um, I think it was Cornette's lawyer try to contact me. I was like, I was like, man, just just leave me out of it. He's he's going to scam someone out of something. It's, it's nothing to do with me anymore. Uh, but Harry, hey, before we let you go, the lawyers, the, before... <laughs> the lawyers, right. Before we let you go, could you tell them that the, the steak story with Kenny? Oh, you mean the uh, the meat scam? The, yeah, sorry, the, yeah, the meat yeah, the opportunity. meat opportunity. His fl- his flim flam. Okay, this yeah, he, uh, he he went to. And, and don't, 
He went to Kroger. And don't him because I don't want to get sued. Okay, okay. Well, let's let's remove all names then, because you know, let's okay. just say it was Lenny. We'll call him Benny uh, Colon. Uh, we'll call uh, him the, Benny Colon. Yeah, Benny Colon. Benny Colon, and right. the, the the store was uh, called uh, Froger. And <laughs> he went and got. Um, he'd always get these. Cuts of, <laughs> he, he'd get these cuts of these cuts of meat. I don't remember what they were, but cuts of meat. And basically, the the deal that the store had was. Um, if you didn't like it, you'd get double your money back. So he'd cut the meat in half, <laughs> take half of it back with the receipt, the other half back with the label, one to one store and another to the other, and uh, basically made a territory of, of getting four times his money back. And uh, all of that until made a territory. all of that until his um, his mother went uh, did the same thing in a store that he was trying to get her to go to. And uh, they had basically caught on, and the manager from the store she'd gone to previously was in that other store she was taking it back to. And, oh, uh, no. They threatened to call the police. Mm-hmm. They threatened to call the police. So, yeah, he had to, uh, mm-hmm. he had to drop, the, drop the opportunity <laughs> there. And uh, that was the end of I that scam. <laughs> I don't. I love Kenny. I, I remember when Someone he set up to. a gimmick table. I remember when you set up a gimmick table at Al Snow's wedding. It's uh... a <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's, um, that, that's one of the things. That's one of the things that, that's never left me. I mean, like, hey, for all we've yeah. gone on, like, hey, there's still these stories. Uh, I mean, if you yeah. and me actually hated me, at least I'd have a, a good, you know, when I first met Brady Hicks, I slapped him in the face story. Uh, you know, it, right? It's or like the, stories the time that... stick with you, man. Or, or like the time when Harry like got our password somehow and went and deleted every single show in VOC Nation's history, like that. Yeah, because uh, I, I seem to remember it was it was uh, I think it, uh, I don't remember who gave me gave me the uh, password to that, but yeah, sure. Uh, I love how you always keep bringing that up ten years after it happened. Thanks, Hicks. Well, Harry. But anyway, pleasure is it, always fun catching up, Brady. Yeah, this has been great. Uh, Ray, it's it. been fun being here, even though we didn't uh, get to talk again. And Strove, it's always Wish fun. I could hang out with Drew McIntyre and Seth Rollins now. Maybe have them stab me in the ear. And, and Derek as well. I'm sure Derek's there, Kathy. Uh, all 20 of your other co-hosts as well, Hicks. <laughs> well, you know, Harry, uh, okay. it takes a lot of muscle to carry all the talent Brady has. <laughs> uh, translation, you know, his giant head needs a lot of people to carry it around. Well, that's mostly. I actually have stuff. a tiny very head. muscular. Yeah, I actually have a very tiny mean- head. Just for the record, I I wear children's hats. So, like, okay, wait. I'm, do you mean I'm like very happy for Hicks? Hang on. Do you mean like <laughs> like like? Like the size is like a child's size hat, or like you run around Philadelphia ripping hats off children and putting them on their head. Because I think it's the former, like but a you part right of hat. me hopes. But a part of the me former. hopes it's the latter. The oh. Bye, Harry. I'll, I'll talk to you later, Harry. Uh, see you, Hicks. Bye. Uh. <laughs> now I propose that we. I propose we don't take another caller. Why? Are you just hedging your bets here? No, I, well, the, the thing is, I don't think we're going to do better. 
Like, I think if we just talk about, like, if we just talk about, like, our favorite 80s wrestling, like, I, I think that will be a better show. You know what I want to talk or about, to... actually? Um, I, I had somebody that brought up Dragon's Lair. Do you remember the Dragon's Lair video game? Vaguely? Okay, I feel like this okay. was... It was it Go was ahead. in arcades. It was it was an okay. arcade machine, and it was like so cutting edge because it was like watching a cartoon, but the playability was awful for it. It's basically just a series of choices you had to make, and if you made all the right choices, you could beat the game in about twenty two minutes. And this was I, in the arcade. I don't. <sighs> Stroh, do you remember this game? Yeah. It was amazing. The the graphics were like, it was like watching a cartoon today. I don't remember this. Well, you should Google it. I'm thinking of something else. I I will. See, now, when I I had the chance to play arcade games, uh, there were two, um, and I am going to sound like such an old man. Um, Not as old as me. One of them, I uh, I loved playing the Simpsons arcade game. Um, and then there was also uh, at a laundromat that my mom used to take us to when it was time to wash the comforters. There was a Rocky and Bullwinkle themed pinball machine. And mm-hmm. I'm going to say that. Oh, it was Bullwinkle. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> oh, I don't know, Bullwinkle. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's always uh, moots and squirrels. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, Bullwinkle. <laughs> I don't trust them. <laughs> um. Gilmo. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Sorry about that. No, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. Um, I'm going to say those, those are really the only two that I really remember. That and the claw machine, but that's because I was good at beating that. I I was a really big Double Dragon guy. I spent a lot of money trying to beat Double Dragon. <laughs> All right. What's going on, Justin? Hey, what's up, man? How are you? How you doing, homie? Did you watch uh, Hell in a Cell? Yeah, I, I watched it. I thought it was interesting. It wasn't too bad. No, I didn't think it was bad. I, I, I mean, there were six matches or whatever. I, I, I thought it flowed pretty well. Uh, I All probably right, I enjoyed it because it was short. I didn't realize that. Uh, what was your favorite match? I actually thought it was... Uh... It was a pretty solid pay-per-view. It wasn't as yeah. watered down as the last few. I would say my favorite well, match was nice. the. Uh, I would say my two favorite matches are the Roman Reigns versus his cousin, and uh, Drew McIntyre versus uh, Randy Orton. Which I thought those two matches were. I think those two made the card rather than the other three. Rather than the other three of them. Yeah. Okay. 
I um but I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting because um the last God knows how many shows the women stole the show and I thought they did a really good job here. Um but at least yeah. in my opinion, I thought Roman Reigns and Jey Uso was far and above everything else on that show. I I, I, yeah, I mean, it baffles me that that wasn't like closer to the main event. I mean, that was that was a good match. And I mean I mean, I think that was. Uh, I think if you were to rate that match out of a one to ten, I would give that an eight. It wasn't too bad. I actually enjoyed it, and it actually showed. It actually showed you that they supposedly didn't like each other, which I definitely don't believe. I think they're still getting together at Thanksgiving. Off. Would be my guess. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but did you? Uh, but uh. You can get the video and the other stuff I sent you of what I did this past weekend. I forget. What'd you do? You know what? I was doing a ghost uh, hunt when you sent them to me. Yeah, I was uh, I was doing a ghost hunt also this uh, Saturday. I went to uh, I went to uh, Henrikus Henrikus Historical Park, and I was doing a okay. Was a four-hour investigation. It was pretty interesting. I sent you that is cool. I sent you a video. And, Man, oh, I, uh, like you got a voice or something? Yeah, I got a few. I I, I did thirty-seven videos uh, out of thirty-seven videos. Wow. Got like 30, 34 out of thirty-seven to to say something. Well, in that's it. but that's pretty amazing. Usually, I get like one out of like fifty. You know? Yeah, I I did. So. Uh, I I got a I got a I got three more paranormal investigations coming up. Cool. Then that's. Next one's cool. at a battlefield, and then next one's at Berkeley Plantation, and then there's a now, one. Now, do you believe just that. in ghosts, or do you believe in dogmen too? Uh, I mean, I mean, I believe in that there's ghosts and uh, there's uh, there's demons out there also, and evil spirits and all that. I believe in that. I mean, believe in aliens. Ah, uh, that's like Nanu Nanu. Uh, to the, to, uh, a little bit, but I did an yeah, interview it. last night with a lady who talks to dog people. Oh, in the oh, woods. Okay. And hey, Sasquatch. Brady. Yeah. Hey Brady. Hey, when you do a uh, yeah. another investigation, hey, send me send me some info. Maybe I can come up there and I can join you. Okay. Because now that right. now that uh. Now that there's not wrestling coming, now that there's not wrestling in Virginia or anything like that, I actually got something we that can, I really like. We can go. Hobby. We can go hunt Sasquatches. Yeah, we can go hunt Bigfoot or uh, <laughs> the big uh, Brady Hit Ghost or something like that. I mean, hey, whatever you want to do, it's all good with me. I'm. Uh, I'm, I'm going to bring on Derek McDonald now. Uh, yeah. You came at like the craziest time because we were actually talking wrestling <laughs> until like just now. Uh, I until swear I to God, <laughs> until he came on, and yeah, then we had to start talking about dog people for obvious reasons. But uh, what, what's going dog on, Derek? And dog people and uh, and all that. Not too hey, much. Dad. I'm uh, <laughs> just finished just finished filming my my musical for my son. With my son, we're gonna you know we're gonna sing like Jericho and MJF. So you know. Oh nice. Well. We haven't even talked about that. People <laughs> hey, are Brady. so up in hey, arms Brady, about it. Hold on, hold on. Uh, the Jim Cornette response was amazing, by the way. 
Yes. He called him a fat, honey baked ham. That was amazing. <laughs> it's supposed to be friends. Oh, that was amazing. There were so many items that we were talking about tonight, but that was not one of them. Uh, Justin, did you have anything else? Or you were saying something else before oh, I let yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to ask uh, uh, Derek and uh, Strode. Uh, do you guys do you guys believe in ghosts and all that? And would you guys do a uh, paranormal <laughs> investigation? Um. Okay. Um. I'm gonna. And boys, I'm gonna. I mean, and you can answer. Derek lives um, near Amityville. Boys. I know that. Oh, okay. That's I'm gonna. Cool. I'm gonna take this one. Um. Uh, <laughs> no. I think I speak for Derek and Stro and myself. When I okay. say that, if you are willing to foot the bill, um, we are definitely willing to investigate any type of paranormal activity that you want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'll even ask you guys this: Can you, you do guys, our booking fee? Are, are you guys? Do you guys want to come down and check out the Berkeley uh, Plantation in Charles uh, City, Virginia? You okay? Again. Let me yeah, let me let me let me clarify. Will you pay for all clear. of our transportation and lodging and meals? Uh, I mean I couldn't see no reason with that. I probably couldn't see no reason with that, man. Then okay. I suppose we'll discuss it. Now what's yeah, the name of this? Place? I'm in. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a plantation. It's called the Berkeley Plantation in Charles City, yeah. Virginia. It's oh, about – it dates back to uh, the 1800s and mm-hmm. like, yeah, the Civil War and yeah. Civil yeah. War I, and I, the revolutionary just, stuff. I just, I'm just going to throw this out here into the atmosphere. I feel like those ghosts wouldn't be too happy if I showed up to the Berkeley Plantation uh, <laughs> on the hang of With Justin. I think I'll uh, come back. I think uh, hmm. I think if Derek were I think if Derek came and I was there, I think Derek would be like, Hey, hey you know what? Uh, Justin, just stay away from me. I'll be like, Yeah, or, I think I can do that. Or I can I can pull a Randy Orton and burn that bitch to the ground and pose in the middle of the woods. I could always be heard. There you go. <laughs> you can pull a Drew hey, McIntyre and stab him in the eye. I saw hey, that. Derek. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> hey Derek. Justin. You got anything else? We're going to let you go, brother. Uh, I was just going to say, hey, Derek. Uh, You're at the kids' table hope, with Jay Uso. Hey, Derek, I hope, you don't have no, I hope you don't have no hard feelings anymore. I'm willing to, I'm mil, I'm willing to move forward from our the past that we had. I'm still a better friendship with you. I'm glad, you, I'm glad you're, you're going to move forward. Um, uh. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting there. Well, I, I take it week by week. <clears throat> All right. Take care, Justin. Forgive, but don't forget. So that's what I always. So say. let's see. We've got um, we've got the Jim Cornette response. <laughs> we have the bizarre booking at Hell in a Cell. We have uh, we have WWE's problems that we solved right before Derek got on the air. Derek, this oh, show yeah. is turning it around. You know, oh, before we, we used to just 
we remember we used to provide really nothing of benefit to the community whatsoever. Yes. No, I don't remember that. Um, but we were really I distinctly remember really that. Entertaining was, the I truth. believe it was. I believe it was the first like 13 years of the show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Basically, tonight. <laughs> yeah, pretty much until tonight. Um, Somebody in a windstorm. So, yes, someone is in a wind tunnel. They're working for Boeing, Brady. Um, we um, we solved WWE Stadium problem, and yeah. uh, they're going to be moving. They're going to be moving to the Tacoma Dome. Why? Well, I still don't think that's going to work. That's too far. In Washington? You think you think they're going to end up in Arlington? I think you're going to no. But there has to be somewhere with a major hub, I saw, because all the talent. Yeah. Sure. It's got to uh, be. Well, here's the thing. It's got to be a major hub. It's got to be uh, big enough to fit the Thunderdome. It has to be new enough to accommodate the Thunderdome, and uh, it has to be um, not not have a professional sports team there. <laughs> which is rough because all the other. What about Quebec City? Did. Didn't Quebec build a stadium for the Nordiques and now they can't do it? Oh, I guess they can't go into Canada though. Yeah, yeah, there's not anybody in. Yeah, you can't can't get there. Canada's closed. Um, what about the Islanders? Do oh, they I use all their stadiums? Don't they have like three? Well, no, they they have their they have their stadium now, and then Barclay and then the Barclay Center is still the there's still a semi professional basketball team there, right? Right. Yeah. Um, where they we sign all the injured players, um, superstars. Um, the third one isn't <laughs> finished being built yet. I don't think the Coliseum could fit it. I don't know. It's a good question. They did just rebuild it, and Barclays is Barclays. So, you know, I got another one you know for you. Stadium, I got another one for you, Ray. What about hold Hartford? On. I got another one. Okay. Okay. Hold, hold on. Before before we talk about Hartford, let me toss out another another idea to Derek because he's our New York guy. So he might he might know this. Um, it's a little old, but I think they've kept up enough that like they could accommodate accommodate the Thunderdome. Uh, Don't MSG say the doesn't have a pro Civic sports Center. team, does it? Oh, MSG. <laughs> they don't have a pro no, they sports don't. team, right? No, they they dance well, they, and play basketball there. I'll tell you that much. Well, they play <laughs> the Rangers. The Rangers play there, right? So oh, I guess the yeah. yeah never mind. I, I did. I missed your joke. I get it. It, it would depend. I mean, they stopped going there at one point. Remember, it was too small. So I would imagine all that Thunderdome yeah. stuff would be. I mean, the circus stopped going there because they couldn't fit the elephants into the building. So I'd imagine <laughs> they have a hard time getting all that other stuff in there. <sighs> yeah, I'm thinking maybe Hartford. I mean, the, of course, the Whalers have been gone for 30 years too. So that that's tough. I mean, I guess American Airlines Arena in, in Dallas, Texas. T- Texas are allowing people in the stands at Cowboys games, aren't they? Yeah. So I well, guess there's maybe that. some fans in the stands. Yeah. yeah. Ray, Ray mentioned Texas. Uh, he mentioned St. Louis. Um, because where the Rams used to play should be good. Yeah, it's not doing anything else. You know, it's just sitting there. I don't think so. And it's, it's relatively like the rest new. Of I mean, what they build that in two thousand or ninety nine? It wasn't that ninety five. Didn't they just build a brand new stadium in Seattle for their hockey team? 
They did, but they're going to have the hockey team this year, I think. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. It starts that's what year. I was saying about Quebec. Like, Quebec built a stadium and didn't get the, the bid. Oh, that's that's terrible. <laughs> I know. Well, I that's, know. All yeah, they wanted to do was bring back the Nordiques. Yeah, I it. hate to tell you this. That is so NHL. It is full NHL. I could be wrong about um, that, but I, I believe that's what happened. That's, yeah. I believe that is pretty much what happened, yes. Um, I love the idea of WWE just, like, permanently relocating everything to St. Louis. <laughs> Why? Because the thing is, the thing is, that stadium is big enough that you actually could house your roster in that stadium. Let them live on, on campus? Yeah. See, I don't, I don't follow college sports. Mm-hmm. Are there any, like, college programs that just aren't going this year? Like, I know Penn stadiums State are just too came small. back. Yeah, stadium like a real stadium, small. though. Really? Yeah, so, I mean, go ahead, Derek. I was going to say, all the big ones, they're pretty much playing. Like, you think of somewhere like the Big House and places like that, they're all playing this year. I'm trying to think of a big stadium that doesn't have the Like, like I know, like, Penn State just came back. They weren't going to play this year. Yeah. Right. But the thing is, too, Brady, you got to remember, like, okay, like, like yeah, let's let's say for the for the sake of it, let's say Penn State, let's say Penn State wasn't playing. Right. You gonna run shows? You gonna run shows outdoors in Happy Valley in December? Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. That's true. You have to censor out every. You, you have to censor out a whole bunch of stuff. Indeed. Um, and then like with with the. There's, I'm sure there are college basketball programs that won't go, but like, yeah. you're not. I mean, even Cameron Indoor isn't all that big. What about at the Hardy Compound? Maybe they could have them all there. No, I guess that wouldn't work. Obviously, I was about to say. Uh... Matt is about to wrestle Sammy Guevara again. It might be a crime scene in a couple of days. You know, never know. <laughs> what did you think? Yeah, Derek, did you hear the news that uh, Vince McMahon is keeping NXT off of Survivor Series? And this is Dave Meltzer speculating. Uh, yeah, but he's mad. <laughs> he's mad because they haven't beaten AEW in the ratings. So they're going to continue well, to uh, – to, Give them as little exposure I, as possible to exact I, a revenge. I, I'm not one of these people who want to say Meltzer's like on the on the payroll for AEW. Well, he, damn it, he makes it hard. To, I he mean, makes it he makes it hard sometimes. <laughs> that makes it no. Let, all right, let's be realistic. Who on AEW? I mean AEW. Who on NXT could they put on the Survivor Series team to make it believable? Everybody's hurt. Like they have. Other than Champa, you know, they, everybody's hurt or they've called everybody up. So I think it's just a yeah. matter of they don't have, like, the talent to match up to make it look believable like they did last year. That's true. That's true, yeah. No, that makes sense. 
I mean, as that long as USA sense. is paying is paying Vince to have NXT on TV, I think that he's going to care about it somewhat because it's a moneymaker for him. Let's go to um, let's go to Rat Boy. Uh, by the way, guys, uh, right now, as of right now, the phone lines are open. If anyone else wants to try and get in, nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. We'll take calls for another. Uh, we'll say fifteen minutes. We'll keep the lines open. And then after that, we'll start to uh, shut things down. But if you want to squeeze in, just get in the queue before 11 Eastern, and uh, we'll make sure to get you on the air. Uh, let's go to Rat Boy. What's going on, homie? How you doing? I saw Jordan Garber. Boy, up. Feel... What's up with that? Oh, I don't know. He's just one of the Garber Yeah, the Garber Snake with me be on his show tonight. I don't, I don't know why. What? It's going to be taped. As a guest? As a guest. What? Yeah, man. See, I'm a guest, Barry. How about you? Where are you? Home? Did he have your mask on? I wouldn't have you as a guest if you were a singing teacup. Hi, oh. I get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> hey, let me this way. Let me this way. That chip Over in the your weekend. Head. Over the weekend, I was shocked. Okay? What? And then you what? took your finger out of the outlet and you were okay. I ain't shocked that Randy that Randy Warren's got the belt. Mm-hmm. Sasha Banks got the belt. Sasha. Mm-hmm. Who who's next going to get a belt? Huh? You're not shocked that it's 2020 and they want me to believe that the Miz can be a world champion again. You're not, you're not shocked by that. <laughs> he's gonna be too. You next know he's gonna be. Well, I I didn't I, I, I think they're working up to the belt. No, I, I don't okay. think he will. I, I don't think he will. Uh, did you find it weird? And, Derek, i got to ask you, we were talking about it earlier. Don't you find it weird that they have Randy Orton win the title the mm-hmm. night before they announce that they're going to do the champion against champion again? Why do Randy Orton against Roman Reigns when Drew McIntyre is, like, so obviously the perfect fit for that? And, and he's been, I was about to say, he's been your guy pretty much since, since WrestleMania. I don't know. It's... I feel like one of those things where Drew is probably. I heard for Hold on. I Shut up. It. I'm just talking, rap boy. He's talking. I, one I feel, second. I feel like I feel like Vince showed up on Sunday. He's like, you know what? God damn it! I put the belt on Randy, and it just blew everything off for everyone. <laughs> yeah. It makes no what sense. is this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He he could have had Randy cost Drew McIntyre the belt at Survivor Series, or I'm sorry, mm-hmm. cost him in the one-on-one match. You give Drew a reason to lose to Roman, and you have that match later on at WrestleMania or something if you want. And, uh, you know, then you do Drew and Randy in December. It, Go it ahead, makes Rap. no sense. None. Go ahead, Rapley. Okay, I heard a rumor, okay, and I'm saying that rumor like could be true. <laughs> okay? <laughs> at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania, mark it down. I want everybody to mark it down. I'm marking it. I want to predict a match right now. If you say Randy Orton versus Edge, you're not. You're not. Randy Orton versus Edge for the belt. You don't say. You don't say. Wow, that's late breaking. I saw that. (laughs) I hope not. They don't need the belt. And Edge is going to hold on to that belt. But I do think they're going to do it. I think that they think that Edge is, like, as big as he was 12 years ago. I mean, 
and not for nothing. That rumor came out the same time it came out that Daniel Bryan is a full-time member of SmackDown Creative and Edge is a full-time member of Raw Creative. So it's all it's all be fishy that Randy's champion though. But uh, and I heard need, something else. They don't need to know. I didn't hear that about Creative. That's funny. Yeah. Hey, I heard well, something else. I heard okay. something else. Mm-hmm. Every time I see Lana in the ring, she's going to get slammed mm-hmm. through the table every time. Oh, obviously. That's not a rumor, right? Apparently, Vince wants to build sympathy. Yeah. <laughs> it's happened every week, Rapport. get over boy. and it's funny. It's awesome. He thinks the fans are going to cheer this and it's going to get over. That's what he thinks is going to happen. He's not doing it to build sympathy. <laughs> every. Every week, I look forward to see how it's going to happen. Like, every week, I'll and be I also, excited to see. Right. And and every week, I look forward to seeing how Rusev's going to respond to it. Because <laughs> he does. Uh, every, every damn week. Oh, mm, every week now. now. Now, why do they keep forcing Lana into these situations? Uh, you had this, this match, uh, and I forget who was in it, the, the four-way... <laughs> For the last spot. First of all, why is it a given that Mandy Rose and, and Dana Brooke are on the team? Like, no questions asked. But Natalia can't even nothing. get in the match. Yeah, and they've done nothing and, and to earn the spot. Of, right. And, and, Derek, regardless of how you feel about her, Alexa Bliss won the title five times. She didn't sniff that match. You didn't have Natalia. You didn't have Alexa in it. Nikki, who they've been pushing for the last six months, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing no. at all. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Even Lacey would have I mean, they broke up. They broke up the Iconics just to put Peyton Royce in another tag team. Like they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, right. And Billy oh, Kay, so Billy upsetting. Kay will be getting. Oh. Billy Kay will be this year's Liv Morgan. She'll be on SmackDown for a year and do nothing, and then come back. Hmm. I miss the Iconics. If she doesn't get released, I thought I thought, I thought Nikki Cross was going to get it last night, but for Sonny, look who. I did it. too. No. I I I thought if it wasn't I I thought for sure it would be one of the other three. It was Lacey Evans, Nikki Cross, or Peyton Royce. Yeah. But it had to Stupid. be her. Stupid. It, I don't get it. And then they break up Heavy Machinery, put them on separate brands, just to have them feud and move Tucker back to SmackDown. What was the point of breaking them up? And why did they move him to <laughs> Raw for a week? The whole thing is stupid. Well, even the way the Miz won that briefcase, just. I I was complaining earlier, and like, okay, Mm -hmm. it's bad enough when they do these stupid comedy vignettes. I I hate them. I absolutely hate them, you know? I hate it Mm -hmm. when Shawn Michaels and Triple H went under the ring to go visit the midgets. I hate when they do that stuff. I, I, I I can't. Okay, if nothing else, if nothing else. Made sense. Why would Asuka be a witness on a SmackDown angle on SmackDown? If you just a week after the draft, when you just establish your rosters, it's it's, it's stupid. It's dumb. I mean, the best part about that whole Baines Otis thing was when he told he told Otis he had to defend his uh, briefcase on Sunday, and Ross Simmons was like, "Damn, that was the only thing that yeah. was fun about that <laughs> yeah. whole damn thing." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but the, but, 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 but the biggest matchup they done last night was being R2. Went out there doing up um, the 
four-way elimination thing, whatever that was, you know, with his belt. That was stupid to do. Well, that's what he does, man. Well, that's his thing. That's funny. He's trying to act like, okay, like a chocolate John Cena. Take it easy. Take it easy. How the hell is he acting like a chocolate John Cena? Explain this to me. You ever think John Cena's yeah. being a unseasoned, stale archer? How about that? I I, I think that's going to be uh, WrestleMania, John Cena versus Archer for that belt. By the way, I'm not a John Cena guy, but it does irk me that the whole point in his feud with The Rock was that The Rock sold out and he never would. And I got to hear John Cena in every car commercial now uh, on Raw and SmackDown. He's the he's the elephant in the in the pistachio commercial. He's everywhere. oh yeah, yeah. God he's uh, between him between him and Batista, and we knew that they were talented when they had them. But it's like how big of stars they've become. It's insane. That, Did you like, see um, WWE couldn't Inst- do more with them. <laughs> it's funny on Instagram. They had like you know between all the members of Evolution, they've had fifty world titles. And it's like, you know, <laughs> have a picture of Batista, Flair, Orton, and Triple H. And then and yeah. Orton comments, three champions and an actor. But good for you, Randy. Keep staying in the Batista. Three champions and an actor. You got anything else, Rad Boy? Oh, yeah. I just want to wish everybody a happy Halloween. And happy I'm Halloween. over the weather. I'm not sick no more. I don't got oh. coronavirus. And please, you never had it. Did you, have, did you have corona? And please, hang on. Do you have it? Hang on. No. He says it. No. I never, I never had it. Well, you said oh. I don't have it anymore. Okay. Mm. Yeah, and please <laughs> do not listen to the morning answer because the morning answer, morning answer is canceled. Canceled. Unless we bring it back. Yeah, we're not. I, I um, well, you know what I, uh, you know what I did. I, I kept the name and like if there's something that I gotta update, like make an announcement, I use it for that. But I, I, I can't. Oh, okay. I don't have time to do the show every day. Um, it's okay. It's okay. No problem. Good. I'm, I'm glad you're okay yeah, with that. I got, I, I got other things yeah. I gotta do. You know, uh, I'll be yeah. on uh, the garden snake. Pick your nails or whatever. Garden yeah. nail, you know. Everybody's yeah. Please, uh, go ahead and do it on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Rap boy, boy, what kind of candy are you giving out for Halloween? I'm thinking you're like uh, I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking you're like uh, like the sweet tarts and like the wrapper, like that that my grandparents used to give out, like that. I love sweet tarts. No, 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 better, man. Think about it. You giving out masks? No, something a lot better. Kool-Aid? You handing out Kool-Aid? Kool-Aid. No. Kool-Aid. Yeah. Applesauce no. in a sandwich bag? Me? You doing applesauce in a sandwich bag? Listen, <laughs> me and my buddy, <laughs> me and my buddy, is passing out. Supreme you ready for this? Sunny D. The kids always could use it. Mm-hmm. The water bottle. Yeah. 
Get rid of them. They're gonna I thought you were going to say orange push-ups. They're going to take them. They're going to take them. They're going to stick the glue, and it's going to be on you. They're going to stick that glue, and it's going to be on your fault. Don't worry about it. You know, at the end, we're just going to have a little break and break the off the kick cut bar. I'm going to get that. 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 All right, uh, Rap Boy. You know, I gotta get going because I gotta. Uh, you be safe. You be safe. I gotta do another show. You know how how I'm I'm important now. No. Yeah. For the video situation. <laughs> Don't worry about it. See I gotta brother. plug everybody in. Okay. See you. Come on. <laughs> he still cracks me up. I can't do a show with him every day. I love him, but I. (laughs) Chocolate John Cena. That should be on a t-shirt. Oh, Archie puts that on the show. Wow. Well, he's doing the whole John Cena thing, and it's great. It's amazing. Yeah. uh, It's funny. It's funny. Nine three one. Oh, Jordan, if you're listening, call back. Jordan Garber called him, but he hung up. Oh. (laughs) The Garber snake. I was gonna bring him on in a second. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Guys. Uh, nine one four three three eight eighteen eighty five. If you want to call in, we'll we'll put you on like in the next minute or so. Otherwise, we're going to start to uh, to wind things down if we don't hear from anybody else. But uh, it's uh, <laughs> it's too much. It's too much. I I thought um, I, I saw some people were complaining mm-hmm. that Hell in a Cell was uh, was too short. What? I thought it was great. Because, like, I was watching it, and it never at any point, Derek, did I feel like this is going on too long, you know? Six matches, yeah. I think it was. They were all reasonably paced. Um, I would rather have six meaningful matches than 10 or 11 that are just, like, thrown together. Everything made sense. Yeah. And, yeah, and each match had a consequence, you know, other than, you know, Bobby Lashley beating up Slapjack. But other than that, they all <laughs> Slapjack. They pretty much made, they made they picked sense. Slapjack. And, yeah. They pick slapjack, slap yeah. <laughs> Poor. Speaking of yeah. slapjack, let's go to uh, let's go to Winnipeg. I'm only kidding, of course. Uh, Jordan Hello. is on the line. <laughs> What's going on, Garber Snake? Hey guys, how you, how guys you doing? doing? Brother? I was just listening. How you doing, doing brother? Good. I was listening to Rap Boy. Yeah. <laughs> he's I the was real star. He's one of the best in the game. He is. He is. He is. Uh, so you're you're scoping him out as a future guest? Is that is that the idea? Well, our objective here is, you know, when I talk about wrestling news by myself, I don't know much, let's be real. So when I have someone else, you know, co-host with me, someone who has a wide and variety of knowledge of the sport, we just click well together, whether that's Rapoy or Marquez from Open Flash or anybody else on VLC. Yeah. You know, I've been doing some stuff with uh, I got King you. David Lane, so, like, it's awesome, man. Here's the problem. Here's the problem with bringing on Rapoy, and I, I've said it before. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm bringing Rat Boy on now So he can be part of this When you do a show with Rat Boy, Jordan He throws out a lot of rumors at you Some are true and some aren't And you have to fact check them mm-hmm. while you're live on the air Because you never know what's yep. going to be true Yeah you Not never to know. talk you out well, of it what can be true. 
<laughs> so what do you think he's going to have? Oh. On the WWE star, star rumors. There you go. Right on. Like, this guy's... I love yeah. to start rumors, but the rumors come true. Woo! You do start the rumors. You you, you still got AJ Styles on NXT. Thanks. That's right. Him and his bodyguards. Yeah. The question is, will will Ratboy be dancing tonight uh, during the taping of the Jordan Garber Now podcast? <laughs> will he be dancing? Yeah, will oh, you, you guys be this? dancing? You mean this? Yeah. Jordan Garber. Oh, Garber. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I'm dancing yeah. right now. I'm dancing uh, right now in my basement because you're doing this podcast right now. What, you know, you've been making some traction. I, I saw you had Dan Severn on a couple weeks ago. That's a huge get. I, I love Dan. I think he's incredible. Is he still bothering you about the numbers? No, Dan's actually – Dan has been an amazing he kept asking contribution. Me. Okay. Dan's awesome. Dan's awesome. I'm sure you guys yeah. have had experience with Dan. Very approachable. Oh, we had a interview. great experience with him. Yeah, I remember that. Well, just a lot of good stories and just a lot of learning and storytelling. And, you know, what I learned recently is, you know, when I did a lot of work with you guys, you know, you introduced me to whole, the whole journalism aspect of things. And I thank you for that. But now I'm kind of back. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Where, you know, <laughs> if that happens, that's great. But, like, I'm yeah. just having fun now. I just want to contribute. Well, sure. I want to yeah. talk to a variety of personalities and uh, have different things on my show each week. It's not really about the press anymore. It's just about having a good time and helping others out. That's that's really all it ever was for me. You know, I just like to come on and have a good time with everybody. And if we can do that oh, and is. entertain people, then I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Dan was a great the conversation. Way- we. It was casual, and that's what interviews are supposed to be like. Like when you guys interviewed Hulk Hogan back when the, the yeah. network started in 2011, it was a conversation. Yeah. I listened to the interview; it was awesome. So like, it was great. It's just, it's yeah, that people, was back right? in terrestrial. Yeah, yeah. So he, I I remember it, that's where not a stuff. match came from. It was a huge thing in TNA. He said, "It's not going to be a match, brother. Not a match." <laughs> and then it was it a good thing. And then it wasn't. And shout out to Bruce. You know, that guy, he created it all, you know, without him. Like, uh, who can create a network that was once on, you know, terrestrial radio and all of that, and now it's been an even bigger thing right now online. So, top 1%. Well, I mean, you know, listen, he, he we, stole that from you guys. We He stole what from us? Worldwide? Yeah, so no, the top 1% on, like, Podmatic and everything. Oh, like, that's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's all good. You never know. You might have took it's that. All, actually... We we actually um, I I don't know if you heard but we signed a major contract last week and uh, I, we kind of broke it on the air and we're in the process of migrating everything now uh, but we have sold the rights to VOC Nation programming uh, it's exclusively part of the advertised cast family now which is the same platform used by Radio.com and Westwood One and so they have the exclusive rights to all of our shows now so which is an incredible opportunity Jordan to uh, to continue to grow this brand, but we're not part of Podomatic anymore as of like a few days from now. Well, absolutely. And if you guys go into the archives as well, there's a lot of those uh, old Jordan Garber nouns, looks like the Santino Morellas and Mr. Kennedy that are going to be up on as <laughs> They're well, all on which blog is an talk. amazing yep. thing. We got them all saved. 
So that's kind of cool for me as well as a former, you know, ho- uh, co-host of the program because that once that's up there, Westwood one, that, that's that's big, man. I don't think it gets bigger than that. Yeah, yeah. I I think it's going to be All an right. incredible thing. I really do. I'm excited. So, uh, but it's anyway, the people they want to. <laughs> it's been fun. Uh, if people want to check out your podcast and, you know, all the stuff you've got going on, where can they find it? Yeah, they can check it out on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Um, stay, you're going to see some ads coming up in your area. I've been working with some uh, – um, I have to be low-key, but I've been working with some uh, CEOs and ad developers of major businesses Ooh. as a part of uh, something at work that okay. I've been doing. So I've okay. been working on some advertising techniques. So be sure to check it out. It'll be announced uh, on Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, and uh, what's the other one? Bing. So just stay tuned for that. There you go. Uh, doing some advertising. It's going to be awesome, man. And uh, I'm going to bring on a variety of guests. Brady, I invite you to personally be on my show. I'd love to do um, actually an interview with you because uh, you, you're a contributor of this year's PWI 500 and the previous ones, and uh, it would be great to talk about uh the, uh, how hard it actually is to uh, determine and judge those matches because you're judging them, I believe, on over eight criteria and uh, you have to meet together as a board. So uh, I want to discuss that with you. Yeah, if you yeah. Uh, absolutely, brother. I'd be honored. I'd be good. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play your music. I expect you to dance on out of here, brother. But it was great talking Sounds to you. Sounds good, man. Great talking to you. Have a good one. Yeah. Again and again. And again. Again and again. What we get to do? If you give me that sloppy donut, Paulette Beeson is what we get to do. I love him. I love him. (laughs) (laughs) Barber slave. You know what's funny, Derek? Is I remember years Mm -hmm. ago. Uh, Bruce telling me because um, he was kind of like taking calls before I was even though we had the podcast longer because he was doing the actual radio thing and I remember yeah. him telling me you know you've made it when people come up when people call into your show unannounced just to get the plugs in for their stuff there you go you gotta get the that's run, when brother. you know you've made it you know <laughs> yeah. when, when you're not booking them they're calling in just to get their stuff out there more and uh, and Jordan does it. Show I know you're familiar. I mean, you get a lot of people calling into your show to plug their stuff. It's uh, uh, all the time. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bruce used to get so mad when people called in to plug stuff. He, <laughs> like he, it. he thought like they were taking advantage of him. <laughs> in, in, in a weird way, it's a compliment. Yeah, it is. It really is. And, like, I, I think, uh, well, I was a little immature back then, so I used to kind of rub it in by making sure to always plug my stuff whenever I was on. But <laughs> but, but I did it with, But I did it because he asked me to come on, not because I called in and said I'm going <laughs> to. Yeah, right. Like you I think it's funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, – so that's where we are tonight. I'm trying to think, was there anything else? Really, it's kind of a, I mean, HI, I keep wanting to call it HIAC, and, and that's uh, that's Dan Colachico's show, because yeah. he can't call it yeah. Hell in a Cell. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hell in a Cell. <laughs> I was saying earlier, I think it's hilarious that 
they would start a program named after a pay-per-view and didn't expect to get the legal letter. I I, I always found that <laughs> fascinating. Maybe maybe these little things wouldn't take notice. Probably, probably. But at some point they got big enough that they had to uh, do that. So, mm-hmm. uh, like if like if I did Brady Hicks presents WrestleMania, I have a feeling that I'd be hearing from that lawyer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, right away. Yeah. Although I've seen indies that advertise a WrestleMania with a bunch of their guys, <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was the one in the Midwest. They even had the WrestleMania logo. That's amazing. <laughs> you at least got to do Pretzelmania or something like like ECWA something, yeah. World One is doing. Like, <laughs> yeah, change the first name. <laughs> Pretzelmania. <laughs> they had me go up there and they had a big ass soft pretzel hanging on the wall, like a huge one, it was like a banner. Like that was their sign, a pretzel. Pretzel baby. And I got to point at this thing and go. It's Pretzelmania 3! <laughs> I'm going to Pretzelmania. Oh, they signed a match and they all pointed the pretzel. It's amazing. <laughs> That's next weekend, by the way. Pretzelmania, I think, 4. So. Oh, wow. All right. Good run. <laughs> it is a good run. Um, I think we're good. Uh, Derek, did you have anything you wanted to plug for this week? I have nothing to plug, but I did want to bring up, since he brought up the PWI 500, it's so funny. I was listening to um, a podcast um, by a guy named Warren Hayes, who's a a funny guy, and Kevin McElvaney was on there talking about the top ten of the PWI 500. I was like, oh, look at him. He's a a superstar. (laughs) He's getting out there. He's he's doing a lot for the magazine. He is. It's, but, uh, it's incredible. I should really get him on this show, honestly. I, I don't know if he would do yeah, it, you should. but if he would, I um, yeah, I'm nothing. To, I'm nothing. To he might be oh, afraid. Except he might. Yeah, yeah. I don't. You know, you never know here. <laughs> I don't blame him too much. You never know. Well, no, yeah, he probably don't want to come off as biased, you know. But yeah, yeah. But um, I want to tell everybody uh, in the spirit of Halloween, if you can find it, because I've had a hard time finding it. But I found an old DVD. Try to watch Ernest Scared Stupid. That's uh, that's, uh I, watch, yeah. I watch that every John year. John Cena at his finest. <laughs> yeah, that's that it. was amazing. <laughs> know what I mean, Vern? <laughs> <laughs> He's gone, isn't he? I think he is. Yes. Yeah, he died a couple yeah. years back. That's sad. That's sad. All right. Well, Stro, what do you got going on, man? WCW Retro Thursday, uh, 9 o'clock, Eastern Time, uh, the special interview with the Dodd. And then Friday, uh, on the Throw Zone, on my official Facebook page, facebook.com slash Throw the Mike Show, uh, at 12 midnight, featuring the Lost Series. Nice. Uh, nice. Very nice. Uh, so, as far as you know, I go. Uh, first of all, thank you to uh, Denise, the uh, Sienna Duvall, for calling into the program tonight to talk about Super Crazy Pro Wrestling. Uh, thank you to everyone who took time to listen tonight. Thank you to the greatest staff I could ever ask for, including Stro, Kathy, Derek, Ray, Matt. The entire crew is just top-notch, and I, I have so much fun with you guys each and every week, so thank you. Thank you to all the callers, uh, each and every one of you guys. It means so much to me that you take the time out of your week to spend it with us, and I do appreciate it so much. Don't forget, this Saturday, Halloween at 1 p.m., is uh, 
He's um I drew a blank. Super Crazy Pro Wrestling. I forget the name of the show. I apologize. It's uh, Haunted. I forget. Uh, but check out. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We're live now. Uh, Super Crazy Pro Wrestling at the uh, at the Super Crazy uh, Sports Arena down there in Deptford, New Jersey. Tickets and information. Just search for Super Crazy Pro Wrestling dot com. The following week, the following week, November seventh, ECWA Pretzelmania. I'll be there. I'll be there for both shows, but I'll be there ring announcing. I'll be there calling the matches as well. Can't wait. Should be a great time. Please, please, please come on out. Tickets and information, visit ecwaprowrestling.com. That's going to do it for this week. Be sure to stay tuned to vocnation.com. We'll keep you guys updated on the website with all the developments. We're migrating the servers now to advertise cast. Everything is starting to come into place, and it all looks great. So everybody, be sure to check it out. Thank you so much for the time tonight. Everybody take care. Be good to each other. Be safe for Halloween. And we'll talk to you real soon. I love you all. Bye-bye.